0: Today on The Topping Show, the federal government ignores a train derailment in Ohio causing a chemical disaster, Republicans and Democrats team up to take on TikTok, and Nestle and Paramount Plus both raise prices again. All that and much, much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Today's episode of The Topping Show is proudly sponsored by ExpressVPN and Topping Technologies. ExpressVPN helps you protect your online data and Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Have to say, quite handsome and brilliant. If you're a business in Texas and you use some help, you can reach us at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Jumping into the business section, Tesla has a recall of 362,000 U.S. vehicles due to software around their self-driving. And this recall was found around the full self-driving or FSD beta software following notes from the U.S. regulators that said it does not adequately adequately adhere to traffic and safety safety laws and could potentially cause crashes which is kind of interesting they're doing that recall considering it's software. As one of the biggest pluses of Tesla. They just fix it over the internet. So I'll be interested to see. That's where a lot of these companies aren't. There's probably going to be some issues with the FCC and a couple regulators where who is defining self-driving? Because it means something else to every single person you ask. I mean, some people just think it's as simple as Cruise control, plus if you go outside a lane, it nudges you back in, which many vehicles do have, and multiple manufacturers do have. Some say it'll get you from point A to point B completely without you having to lift so much as a finger. And So it's kind of like an it or when people are talking about where's the cloud and you know, what is Amazon Web Services, what's the AWS, you know, what is the cloud to you? It's like, well, if you ask 10 different people, you're going to get probably 9 to 10 different definitions. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. No car company is immune to recalls, especially when you're pumping out millions of units. So everyone from Toyota to GM, Tesla. So not too surprised around that, but this kind of comes off of the YouTube hysteria or the phenomenon of people taking recordings of, I'm trying to think of, I don't think it's a polite way of saying fools, but people literally sleeping in their Tesla as it's driving down the highway, which I can't think of a single... It doesn't sound like a prudent idea uh, what could could come from it there's a lot there's a lot of variables in highway driving and driving in general and i don't trust the technology yet plus i always think it's more fun to drive the stick chef so i'll be the one old sob still driving those for as long as possible other interesting news nestle is raising their prices as profits dwindle amid inflation and a lot of people don't realize how ginormous Nestle is from making the traditional Kit Kat bars, Nesquik. They also own giant food, cat food and dog food companies, Purina and Felix Food. You also have Nespresso, and they also have, I believe, Formula as well. So they're one of the most diverse food companies up there with Unilever. And this is another friendly reminder that back in 2021, 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence ...had been printed in the past 22 months. With $40 trillion being printed in January of 2020... ...and $20 trillion being printed in October of 2021. So, don't uh, see how anyone could say that's not affecting inflation. Just by definition, you have more dollars chasing less products. That's why the prices are going up. Or one of the reasons. There's also other variables of the supply chain. And... Yeah, it'll be interesting how expensive those Kit Kat bars, gar, uh, bars get, but definitely not good news. And that's not going to be helping anyone out. And um, this also goes back to one of my, the first, when I was a child, the first conspiracy theory I ever heard was my dad, big fan of ice cream. And as growing up, he would always say, you know, they're, these cases of ice creams are getting smaller and smaller. The price is the same, but the, the canisters that are coming in, or the tubs, more accurately, they're coming and getting smaller, smaller. And my whole family thought he was. He's wrong. He's like, no, that's, that's silly. The manufacturers would never do that. And when it turns out that's one of the most popular ways food manufacturers and companies try to preserve profits is by decreasing the quantity. That was one of the biggest issues when COVID and inflation really started to rear their ugly heads. Many food companies were decreasing. And it, was not, it wasn't just one manufacturer. One it was nearly the whole industry decreasing the size so that they can make more money even if the price is the same. Because if the price stays the same, they're still losing money because of inflation because that dollar is not worth a dollar. It's worth even less. So it's one of those things where it's not, it's not really a win. No way anyone wins in that situation because if they increase the prices, people get upset and they buy less. But they're also buying, they're buying less material just given the situation that they're decreasing the amount. So that's why you are not, in fact, crazy. You is real is a real phenomenon in the food industry now paramount, paramount plus streaming services are going to increase their pricing they are doing a merge agreement with showtime going to have a price hike going from 99.99 to 11.99 in q3 when the merge of the services combine and complete and more shocking paramount plus actually added 10 million new subscribers in q2 2022 now up to 56 million subscribers. And one of the interesting psychological phenomena when it comes to traditional brick and mortar retail or online retail are price points. And there's a reason everything you see when you go to a store or shop online, there's always, nothing. there's nothing for sale that's $5. It's $4.99. You're not going to the dollar store. Well, I guess some people call it that, but it's the 99 cents. It's It's one of those things where it just feels like a better deal mentally. It was below ten dollars, it's nine ninety nine, or five dollars if it's four ninety nine, and I don't think it's going to be wise to increase that price point, especially. I mean, with the streaming the streaming wars are a real thing. You, it's not just one provider. Like Netflix used to be the five hundred pound gorilla, and that's why for a while they were able to get away with the price point because there really wasn't many other services offering, or actually in the beginning there basically wasn't. I mean, now you have multiple companies. You have Disney Plus being another huge competitor in the streaming wars. You have, of course, Netflix. You have Hulu, which Disney owns a stake in. And you have Paramount Plus. And really, at the end of the day, the most important thing when it comes to the services is how much intellectual property do you own? Which is why Disney could easily, and they, they did easily, join the streaming wars because they own nearly every intellectual property that your kid or your kids or you and I all grew up with, and then they went out and they also bought Star Wars for a couple billion dollars, which is a brilliant chess move in the media game because they are going to be making Star Wars content for probably another hundred years. There's so many writers, there's endless possibilities. Quality might vary, debatably on you know if you're talking to a purist, but yeah, with the economy getting worse and worse, and people speculating, and the cost of living going up with housing, food, we just said a minute ago, food gasoline i i don't know if it'd be wise to increase streaming services by a penny with all that competition but it's another business philosophy some people want to go for the volume so want to go for less volume more price but i did a poll on linkedin and got i believe about 5,000 views and 250 300 votes and i asked you know what do people cut when the economy is down in terms of what expenses do you cut and the options were you know entertainment dining out and another one was well sorry with entertain yeah entertainment food and i believe the third one was gasoline or something where involved you know going places and you know 46 percent of people said they would cut the traditional entertainment like movies streaming services because you don't need those and yeah it'll be interesting to see how paramount plus does They have a couple of hit shows, which of course is key. You need those people actually pay to sign up and other interesting retail news, obviously brick brick and mortar is the name of almost like the kiss of death for a lot of investors these days is everyone is really wanting to go, you know, month to month subscription process um, in terms of consumer, direct to consumer month to month. They're probably two of the biggest trends in retail and just sales in the past couple of years. and, it's not surprising that there are major brick and mortar companies that have—they still don't have a CEO, so they've had openings for a while. So, uh, Victoria's Secret, which is I believe still head um, head company, is limited brands, clothing company Diesel, uh, Vitamin Shop, and another clothing company Gap, which is pretty bizarre because traditionally some of the highest gross profit margins for products were clothing—they cost very little to manufacture. You have to pay for the design of it and the shipping for because they usually come from overseas but these major brands they still have a ceo to lead them and the, a couple of articles know that on linkedin where if you're a ceo there's just a lot more hesitation to go into an inherently higher risk position to be in compared to if you're going to go be ceo of a e-commerce site or perhaps an upcoming entertainment company or Something more stable like insurance or other industries, and especially Vitamin shopping, uh, that's another one where they have so much competition. A lot of people I know buy supplements through Amazon. They have direct order programs for a lot of the brands that people know, and it'd be interesting to see how they make it through the throughout the years. I know GNC, they're um, one of the biggest competitors. Throughout COVID, that company I believe went bankrupt. And by a number of locations, that was one of the biggest nutrition stores out there. Now, going on to the culture section of the podcast, the article claims that California departures are decreasing. So, between 2020 and 2022, 700,000 people left the state of California. And it's great for the multi billion dollar company known as U Haul because so many people left California, they ran out of trucks. And it threw all sorts of errors in their inter- in their internal system, because it had never happened before. So people are leaving in California in droves, and now they're claiming the rate that they're leaving is decreasing, but it's still happening. And I don't think that's going to change. If you look at other states, where thanks to U-Haul, we have a lot of these cool analytics see the other states are people leaving as well so california they were rated the 50th so that was a state where most people were leaving right behind them was illinois for the second year of, of, of a row having the highest net losses one way one way trips with u-haul and it's a good and bad thing because u-haul logistically if you ever try to rent one the cheapest rate you get is when you return it to the same spot one ways are much more prohibitive oh, not prohibitively, but they're a lot more expensive Because now they have to figure out their way to get that vehicle or trailer back to the original store. And that way they don't have all 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 their inventory in one spot. And that's one of those things where I've been following business relocations for several years. I can't think of a single business that has moved to California in the past 10 years. Not one. And in contrast to that, I've read several articles where they go into the hundreds. I believe one investment firm counted 250 um, businesses leaving California in the past couple of years. And they do range, of course, from all sizes. The Daily Wire is a conservative media company. I believe at the time, 200 employees in Los Angeles. They relocated their headquarters to ten- Nashville, Tennessee. And everyone from even Joe Rogan, biggest comedian in history, or still alive, comedian um Elon Musk relocated Tesla to Austin and it's one of those things where I don't know if this trend will ever reverse because California isn't making the changes necessary they could but it goes against the culture and it's frankly the people are voting for what they, they're getting what they vote for the reason so many businesses are coming to Texas in particular one no income tax employees love that two lower cost of living to impart lower regulation three low business taxes and better litigation from a business perspective and it's also an at-will state so it's a little bit easier to get rid of unproductive or uh, employees that maybe aren't a good cultural fit for the for your business and one of the biggest wins was toyota of north america another company they relocated from california to plano texas and it was partially because Plano gave them a large tax initiative, um, incentive rather. So I believe the company is, they do not have to pay taxes for 15 years on a state level, but they're bringing thousands of employees and all of those employees, they go, they rent houses, they buy houses, they buy products. And they, Texas has an 8.25% sales tax, which supports the local economy as well as the state economy. And it also supports the infrastructure behind the state. Where all those taxes are distributed depending on the actual county and the city the taxes are also supporting the local public transportation the police it's one of those things where you there's a lot of upside to giving those businesses businesses incentives to come here and and Tussa was the last car company in california honda used to be, loca- be located there as well for their north american headquarters so it'll be interesting to see I mean, a lot of people do forget California used to be a Republican, uh, Republican state is a long time ago, back during the Reagan era, but it'll be interesting to see how many businesses need to move for them to start attracting businesses. And I believe the best way to do that would be decreasing the taxes and decreasing the regulation. And so we'll be interested to see how that plays out. Now going into over to the, I don't know if this is, I guess, unfortunately this is politics and news. So. The White House rejects federal assistance to a small Ohio train der- derailment. And it, um, sorry, it wasn't a small one, it was a big one. But FEMA said that the incident does not qualify for assistance. And this is one of the biggest stories. There A lot of the coverage is going from alternative media, um, such as podcast channels from individual creators. And less so much from the traditional ABC, NBC, CBS, and you know, cable networks and this is the epa is claiming that the air is you know the air and all the water it's all okay to breathe you know you don't worry about anything the epa said you know we're, we're actually not even going to track some of these things because we say it's okay and a lot of people are saying this is a little reminiscent of 9 11. after the twin towers were hit and they fell all the new yorkers were, said, were told The air is okay to breathe you know there's no no hazardous materials you're fine and to this day if you turn on a cable tv you'll see call this lawyer because they're fighting to get more settlements because it turned out there's a lot of carcinogens in the air and one reports i mean you have so thousands of people that died from that even though the epa said oh yeah it's fine so a lot of people are starting to draw that correlation there are some anecdotal evidence, a lot of people on social media from the Ohio town, oh, sorry, Ohio town, saying that their pets are dying mysteriously. And even more concerning, some of the chemicals, you can't actually tell that they're there. So some of them have no scent and you, you can't visually see that it's there. So it's gonna be darn near hard, very difficult to clean and properly make it, make the environment safe again. And it was the Ohio government, Mike Dewine, who submitted the proposal for the federal assistance. And, and a lot of people are saying the best thing you could do right now, if you live there, is get a doctor to check you out for everything. So you, because you're gonna need a baseline so that you can compare. Heaven forbid if it gets if your health gets worse or deteriorates in the future, you could say, hey, when this first happened, I didn't have issue issue A, B, or C. And given the time frame, like, and it's it's rough and it's not it's not happy to think about but you need evidence and that will help you get compensation if that comes around going to the politics finally some good politics this happens maybe once every 20 years maybe kind of kind of sarcastic, sarcastic a little bit of yes or no so republicans and democrats have joined to start to try to crack down on tiktok for those who don't know, TikTok is one of the most viral apps ever, and it's not based in America, and neither does it have American interest at heart. One of the biggest stark contrast, excuse me, with an app is the user experience. In the United States, especially for kids, it's highly addictive and there's no benefit. It's I can't think of a single one. Now it's basically just feeding you garbage which is another reason perhaps some people call me old soul. But nevertheless, contrast that to China. In China, if a kid uses TikTok, one, it teaches the kid to be patriotic. They love their country. It teaches them that their country is good, has a good, strong moral values. They want to embody that, make the country even better. Secondly, it actually has a time limit. So in China, if a kid uses it, I forget the time, but after a certain hour in the evening, it stops working unless it has a parent go in and override the app. So it has that built-in safety as well. And three, most importantly, it glorifies STEM fields. So it actually tells kids in China, it's cool to be an engineer. It's awesome to be a mechanical engineer, electrical engineer. These are the things you should strive for. Our, our culture thinks it's great. So in my mind, it's a strategic, maybe a psych ops tool. Uh, tool. But it's making our country weak and it's making china and their culture stronger by reinforcing those types of values so i don't see any legitimate reason why a kid in america should ever use that app maybe read a book it's it's paper make you smarter now getting back to the details that's a little background on the app so senator richard blumenthal democrat from connecticut and senator jerry morin republican from kansas Said that they are going to attempt to force the divestment of TikTok from Bitdance, which is the Chinese parent company that controls it. And another, another hesitating thing about this, which is one of the reasons I think it's a weapon and not just an entertainment tool, that company keeps losing money every year. But it's also in China; you have a direct relationship with the government. There's not even a firewall between the two. And it's one of those things where, so I think it's going to be it's uh, sub subsidized by the Chinese government. Now, both politicians referenced how BitDance acknowledged to staff members that they had, quote-unquote, spied on the private data of journalists and others in order to identify sources behind articles critical of the company. They also track every device you own in the terms of service, which, watch Joe Rogan on his YouTube video where he talks about the TikTok terms of service. It's astonishing, and it's quite concerning. And um, Biden did sign legislation prohibiting TikTok from all federal-owned government devices, which go without saying that, which is smart. We shouldn't have to do this. A government employee should have no apps on their phone, not only because it hurts productivity, but it's also a government employee. Their job is to handle sensitive data. And more often than not, it's critical to our country's security. Now, Biden's ban of that is following ones from states who have also it on their government devices in Iowa Alabama and Nebraska and so that's some good news get rid of this app like a tick and tumor it is for government devices especially I see no positive reason or benefit to basically having spyware on government devices terrible idea now going over to the, over to the business blunder of the day So now the M&M mascots are back after Mars Incorporated said that they would cancel them ahead of the Super Bowl commercial. And I say this is weird because it almost seems like when Coke came out with new Coke and everyone was pissed. So they brought it back. But the whole campaign just created confusion, really divided people. And I don't know how much of a net benefit it was. And it, it's not unprecedented to think that they were serious about it because a lot of other brands have been permanently canceled. And when I say permanently canceled, it's been years and the companies still do not use them with other brands notable being Aunt Jemima, um, Aunt Jemima Uncle Ben, the Washington Redskins, and even the Lando Lakes, the uh, butter company, they took the Native American, the name is the same, but they took away the Native American gal who was on the actual product uh, and. So it's not unprecedented to think Mars Incorporated was seriously canceling those mascots forever, but it's interesting that interesting that they brought them back. But it just again it confused consumers, and I don't see how it increased their sales. I mean, maybe it'll make people more brand loyal to the characters that they like the most, but I still think that was a blunder. I don't know. It didn't seem like a net positive for the company. So we'll see. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell anyone. Just y'all stay safe, fight the good fight.